everybody. Hi guys, well from gorgeous Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, Dan, automaker Jeep is in trouble. <laughs> they ran with us. Super Bowl. They're in trouble ad. with us. We're angry. We're upset. Oh. Maybe a little Bruce Springsteen, too. Did, did we turn into angry atheists all of a sudden? <laughs> is that what happened? We sound we sound angry, don't we? Yeah, I'm mad. Ooh, I'm mad. Yeah, so we're Jeep, talking uh, about that. They, they ran a they ran a Super Bowl ad. Yeah, and that's the addest of all of the ads. That's peak ad. Oh yeah. Uh, that that's that's is it still the most expensive uh, advertising money can buy? Well, if it was, people didn't get their. Uh, their Didn't money's their, worth. Their this, this eyeballs around. I guess the ratings were terrible. Just for terrible. The, uh, for the Super for Bowl? the Super Bowl. Just the worst. Because, you, well, may, that might be really good because, you know, that means that maybe people weren't throwing parties and that would be yeah. great. Yeah. Turns out if you if you uh, don't throw a party, you don't Nobody watch cares. it. <laughs> or at very least uh, should mean that more TVs are are tuned into it actually more actual physical television units yeah you'd but think anyway. except that most people that watch the Super Bowl haven't watched a lick of football the entire year and uh, they don't actually care yeah they just they're, they're there for the ads and the and the hot wings the little weenies or whatever <laughs> well all right well dan i want to yes. start us off with some coronavirus news oh, and i guess great. this is this is probably good news oh this is in the realm of really good news if it's true it's great news i don't like that if <laughs> which that, is according to the president of tanzania oh god um the uh tanzania is is covid free oh right of course they are they've they've wiped it out they uh they uh god did them all a big favor uh and just got rid of it for them that's um, nice he says uh corona in our country has been removed by the powers of god um he praised um the congregation he was speaking at a at a, at a church he praised the congregation for not wearing face masks <laughs> as the, the faithful Ooh. cheered um he has warned the public that masks not approved by the government could be infected with the virus oh right of so course don't wear the masks oh my god what is with people in this fear-mongering <laughs> it is so it's so terrifying awful. to me um tanzania's uh official uh, total number of COVID cases has been fixed at 509 uh, for six weeks. <laughs> okay. 509 total cases reported during the entire pandemic in a country of nearly 60 million people. Yeah. He said that only four people are currently sick in the entire country. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What are some of the other fun details? Um... He's, uh, so apparently when he first got into, uh, office, he, well, he has this history of firing, uh, health officials, um, and refusing, um, to, 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 to heed them at all. Right. Mm. He says, when I came to power, they said, we have cases of the Zika virus and I fired the person who announced that since I fired him five years ago. Tanzania has not had cases of Zika. <laughs> you know what's really devastatingly sad to me what? is that five years ago, that would have sounded like some really third world awful like <laughs> nonsense. Like, right. like you have to go to the worst countries on the earth for that kind of bullshit. Right. And now that's just like, oh, yeah, we had one of those. Yep. We did. Um, and he goes on. He goes, then they said we have Ebola, knowing that tourists will not come to a country which has Ebola and people will not work here if there is Ebola. Uh, he said, adding that no one had died of that virus. So his oh. whole thing is that he, he believes that it's this big conspiracy to like keep the economy 
of Tanzania suppressed, right? And to keep people from oh, going there, right? And so he's, he's like, I now mean, we have... what it sounds like he's saying is that he's just admitting why he's pretending that there's no diseases. Well, yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> he says, now we have corona. They said bodies will be lying in the streets of Africa, but they did not know God loves Tanzania. Oh we God. prayed for three days... And the coronavirus is finished. Um, he said that his son uh, had uh, COVID-19. Um, and that he was healed of it by drinking a mixture of ginger and lemonade. Mm. And while that sounds delicious, yeah, maybe add a little... What could you add to that? Maybe a little... Mm, a little lime? Uh, you, want, you want... Well, I was thinking of, uh, of a liquor. Um, oh. oh, sure. Maybe, maybe a little... A little whiskey a gin? of some kind or gin, yeah. Mm. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, I. You know, like maybe it's true. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's they haven't had a new case. It's definitely not possible. It's not. But possible. That's true. Yeah, it's not at all. Oh my god, that's just so frustrating. There are people dying because this man mm -hmm. doesn't want the publicity. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, speaking of people dying because of COVID-19, back in our stupid country, uh, we, our idiot Supreme Court uh, mm. has just done a ruling. So that's fun. It's fun to watch our country just become one of the countries that I would have looked down on five years ago and now and be all snooty about. So <laughs> I've learned valuable lessons, I guess. Anywho... <laughs> Uh, so, so yes, the Supreme Court that are, that Donald Trump packed with, uh, religious hacks and idiots, uh, is now, has now decided that California has absolutely no right whatsoever to, uh, keep people out of huge indoor church gatherings. So that's, that's fun. Uh. Uh, so it, it, in a state where, you know, COVID is, it's, it's not a small amount of COVID that they have no. there in Cali. Nope. Uh, they're doing real, real good with it. Uh, what they did, the, the Supreme Court did rule that you could force the churches to limit attendance down to 25% capacity. So, oh, there you go. Wow. We're, that's going to do a lot. That's yeah. Much, much better. A so, quarter of the people? You can because, almost space people far enough apart from each other there. Because California was just treating, correct me if I'm wrong, California was treating churches the same way they were treating every other entity, right? Right. They, they, the, same. They, the, the same rules applied, essentially. Yeah. You can't, you and can't so have now, a concert. Great. You can't yeah. have a, uh, a, a sport. Right. Well, what about a Christian concert now? <laughs> well... Like, that's I mean, a, it seems like, you know, it's religious. They've carved out a religious exemption. Yeah. I'm I'm guessing you could totally pull it off. I'm guessing if you went to if you were in California and you tried to have a religious concert, Gavin Newsom and, and the funky bunch would just roll their <laughs> eyes and give up at this point. It's, it's just so like what's the point of fighting? It's so fucking infuriating. Yeah. So that's Ugh. that's our stupid country. Apparently, it is very very important that people get to gather to work because honestly, are you even Christian if you can't go into a building together? <laughs> I know. Well, what's what's so wrong with like watching the services on TV? Yeah. Or on the, I mean TV, watching a live stream, right? Like, how who is that the so fuck hard? Cares? Why is that the worst thing ever? Yeah. Right? Like, you're getting the message. You're praying, you know, with people. We literally um, have the technology. Yeah. Nobody. Uh, it's, it's so fucking frustrating. It's so stupid. Well, um, where to go from there, Dan? Well, hopefully to one of, to another story that you have prepared and ready. Oh, God, it's so hard. Um <laughs> Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna shift over to this one. Um, a story about uh, Catholic schools in the United States, mm. uh, which apparently had kind of been on the decline 
for there was a multi-decade trend downward for enrollment numbers. Oh dear, uh, which kind of surprised me because, like, I mean, you know, in a lot of places, the Catholic school might be kind of one of the better schools if you sure. don't want your kids going to the public schools for whatever reason. Right. Um, and so, um, I mean, I know a lot of people who weren't really Catholic and they went to the Catholic school here in Salt Lake. Totally. Um, and, but nonetheless, um, COVID hit Catholic schools really, really hard. Oh, really? Um, the uh, enrollment from the previous academic year, um, or the last academic year, uh, is has dropped 6.4% uh, due to the pandemic. Uh, this is the largest single year decline uh, in at least five decades. Whoa. Um, going back to basically the first year that they were tracking these sorts of numbers right wow it goes all the way back that far to 1970 they have to go and they don't have numbers before that um not national numbers um and they're looking at this and because it's part of a larger trend and there were a lot of um catholic school systems that were already looking at schools to be closing in the near future Uh and they've just accelerated that at this point Wow. Um, so back in 1970, when they first started counting, there were 11,000 um, Catholic schools in the United States. Now, um, 5,981. And uh, th- what's, what is interesting about this, and this is where it gets a little bit more complicated, sort of in how I feel about it, is that um, they have disproportionately been closing schools in urban communities where there are significant numbers of um um you know low-income families who've been relying on the catholic school as a a great option to kind of get their kids educated and and get them into college and so forth yeah Um, the temptation is just to say I'm glad, you know, I don't want religious education. I want kids to get a a secular education. Right. But when this is, you know, by far the better option because we don't fund in this country our schools properly. Mm -hmm. uh, So, so, you know, inner inner city kids just aren't getting the the education that they should be getting. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a troubling development. Yeah. Um, Hopefully they aren't being replaced by evangelical schools or oh something God, awful. And you know that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, so um, the largest enrollment losses uh, were in big city dioceses. These are just kind of the numbers supporting that whole thing, that whole right. claim. Um, 12.3% down in Los Angeles, one point, or 11.1% in New York, and 82 in Chicago. Um I guess the kindergarten and elementary school programs have been hit really hard. And so they're saying declines in enrollment at the primary grade levels may lead to delayed but significant impact on secondary school enrollment within the next five to 10 years, uh, proving potentially disastrous for secondary school viability. Um, Parent and during the, the COVID closures that were, or that the, these closures that were happening because, during covid because of covid but sooner right right because of covid they would have probably closed anyway um parents and alumni launched campaigns most of them failed trying to keep uh the schools open um even in some cases where diocese uh diocese had financial resources available school officials responded that long-term enrollment trends and sometimes um, a need for costly renovations made it unfeasible. So the the, the system is crumbling uh, right. as as we speak, which is really interesting because I, it it is as you were saying, like it's like okay, good, you know, right. um, but the- I mean, anytime we can get priests away from children, <laughs> I'm more happy just in the world in general. Uh, and I think that uh, there may be there may be some small correlation between the funds that they don't have for some of these schools and you know the fact that they're <laughs> paying out 
you know, the Catholic Church is paying out large sums to settle cases yeah. where the, you know, that sort of, where where their priests were molesting children. So it's all possible. It may be that this needed to happen. It's just, uh, it's just, you know. I, yeah, I mean, especially with that that weird case that went the wrong direction last year about um, federal funding oh, yeah. being available or public funding being available rather right. for um, for uh, religious schools. Um, yeah, I, yeah I, I don't feel too bad about some closing. Um, yeah, I just hope that other alternatives pop up for for kids and and in, in some of these uh, less advantaged situations yeah so. well let's hope uncle joe has something to do with it all <laughs> right uh i'm gonna take us to arkansas where we, i will make us feel no better than we were just feeling uh because <laughs> good the state senate uh has passed uh, has now passed the bill that the state house passed earlier this week uh, this is um. HB 1195, which would force the. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, they don't care about what they care about. Anyway, this this <laughs> bill would force women seeking an abortion to call a hotline and speak to someone whose job it would be to try and talk them out of the abortion. Oh my God. Basically, it's you get to you have to have an argument before you're allowed to have an abortion. Oh, <laughs> I don't well, okay, know. let's let's okay, the list of things that you have to do now, right, to get right. an abortion. You have to you have to have an ultrasound. You have to yeah. watch a video. In some places. Yeah, right, right, right. I, I was sort of creating a hypothetical. Yeah, let's yeah, like, let's just say that one you're, place you where live you have to in, do all these awful horrible things. Legitimately an <laughs> somebody tries to talk you out of it yeah and you're required uh, to talk to them you're, you're not required uh, to agree with them you're just ha you just have to show proof that you've had the phone call and if you don't show proof the uh, doctor who performs your abortion could be fined five thousand uh, dollars if they don't verify that you called the hotline now interestingly because it's always like hyper conservative dickholes that uh, that do these these kinds of uh, laws. A hyper conservative doesn't want to, you know, fund their bills. So this thing, which the health department says would cost four to five million dollars to develop, <laughs> the bill has no funding included. Oh my god! For them to do this, right? So, Ugh. no one knows how that's going to happen, but uh, certainly you could use that four to five million dollars for other things like, I don't know, contraception <laughs> or sex education, yep. which would actually reduce the number of abortions, yep. whereas this hotline will not reduce the number of abortions. It will just do what it's actually meant to do, which is annoy women yeah. who want to have them. Yep. Harass. Yeah, it's meant to harass. Oh my god, oh just fucking hell! Like literally, <sighs> they you gotta know that talking to someone on the phone is not going to prevent many abortions. It's certainly going to harass people and make people feel bad. So that's I that's got to be what their real goal is. It'd be just punish people. Yeah. It'd be an amazing call center to work at, though, right? Oh my like, gosh! You have like your little leaderboard for like, you know, <laughs> abortion stopped, and they're giving away prizes for. Oh my gosh! I would totally. <laughs> I, I would work there that just so that I could read the script with no intensity whatsoever. The woman calls up, "Hi, I want an abortion," and I'm like, "No, don't." <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> or just put the emphasis on the wrong thing. Don't do it. <laughs> the state of Arkansas believes that you shouldn't do an abortion. <laughs> Please don't go have an abortion. <laughs> That's funny. There you go. If you live in Arkansas, go work in that in that call center and be as as 
sneaky and kind <laughs> to women as you can be. I love the idea of it though. It's like some big sprawling call center. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and it's just going to be some horrible cubicle in the corner of some state office somewhere. Oh yeah. It's 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 going to be the 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 double wide trailer out in the parking lot of the state office. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, Dan, yeah. Um we have learned something more about uh white evangelicals this week. Um oh. a, a new survey is out. <laughs> Don't we know enough about them? Can we, we do not. It Dan. feels like we know enough that we could just eliminate them. Like somehow <laughs> we know, we have enough information that they should just be gone by now. But no. <laughs> All right, go on with what you're saying. Uh yeah, a survey was conducted by the conservative uh, American Enterprise Institute. Oh yeah. Um they're, and, they're peaches uh, those guys. They looked in to see uh what exactly is the prevalence of um, belief in the QAnon conspiracy theories right. amongst white evangelicals and and actually yeah. amongst a, a lot of different uh, uh, faith groups? Um, the it's the white evangelical numbers are just horrifying. Um, so they have found that more than a quarter of uh, evangelical Protestants white evangelical Protestants uh, believe the uh, QAnon conspiracy theory that that claims that uh, Donald Trump is secretly battling um, uh, against the uh, pedophile Democrats, right? Mm -hmm. That one. Um, And roughly half of white evangelical Protestants express support for the uh, obviously false claim that Antifa was who was responsible for uh, the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. Right. Half. Half of them. Wow. It's horrifying. Um, The QAnon um, has, you know, infiltrated other faiths as well. Yeah. Um, uh, 15% of white mainline Protestants believe mm. in QAnon, 18% of white Catholics, tw- 12% of non-Christians, 11% of Hispanic Catholics, and 7% of black Protestants, um, um, all saying that they believe it. Um, there's also large subsets of each group ranging from 37% of uh, non-Christians to 50% of Hispanic Catholics saying that they weren't sure whether the thir- theory was true. <laughs> so not only are there these, these huge numbers that are fully convinced, there's probably somewhere in the f- average it all out in the mid-low 40s percents of... of these all of these religious groups that just are just not sure right yeah. they, 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 they don't, it's just so hard to tell these yeah. days um and then um there's also and this this is important this is this is a really this is a, an important important number um so this is um specifically uh let's see uh the yeah, so the whole Antifa thing, right? It breaks down the numbers and everything. Um, among the religiously unaffiliated, the people we like to call the nuns, yeah. right? We talk about them a lot, and we feel a certain affinity with them, right? Because surely... Well, because that category includes, but is includes, not limited to, us. Right, right. But we figure that's a good sign for America, sure. right? Sure. The religiously unaffiliated. And right. I think it's probably... I want to see it as a as a positive, um, and in large part it probably is. Twenty two percent of religiously unaffiliated um, uh, believe in the Antifa claim about the Capitol insurrection. There you go. So these are not people who are religiously unaffiliated because they've all of a sudden found critical thinking. Right. Right. No. No. I mean, here's the thing. The thing that. That religion provides, like one of the main things that religion provides is a tribe. 
mm-hmm. and once people feel tribal about something, they just want they'd rather like their connection to their tribe is much deeper than their connection to you know reality or whatever. <laughs> right. Right. So, you know, it, <sighs> it, you know, it, and and you don't need a religion to be connected to a tribe. So it, you know, right. maybe your political party feels like your tribe. Yeah. And uh, and then it's hard to go against it. I just want tribe reality. Right. That's who I want to. Right. I want to be a part of the that tribe. It's a good one. The it's a good one. Tribe. It's uh, it's less satisfying uh, as a tribe. <laughs> it's it's very disappointing a lot of the time. But, I know. Uh, but at very least, it's not pretend. I know. Well, it's so much fun to believe in space lasers and <laughs> yeah whatever else yeah. nonsense and, and, is out and there the, and the people that disagree with you you get to villainize not just as you know good you know as thinkers who who happen to fall a different direction but they're pedophiles who murder children for to drink their blood because satan so i i, I know that's pretty good that's pretty uh, you can go all the way down that road apparently <laughs> Oh boy. Well, I the my my last story is about a little a little fun thing that's happened uh on the uh on, on the charts. You know, in the iTunes store, the Apple Apple's iTunes store is one of the biggest uh music purveyors that exists mm. on the earth. Mm. Uh much of the music that is that is heard is goes through them. Hmm. And uh, and so their charts, you know, are pretty darned important. Uh, so, so you know, if you're if you're doing well on the Apple iTunes charts, you're 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 really kicking butt. And one of these butt kickers turns out to be uh, one Grace Baldridge, known uh, in the music world as Semler. And uh, Semler. Hit the no, hit the number one album on uh, iTunes, uh, in 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 their Christian section of their music. Oh, wow! Okay, number one Christian album. Now, okay. uh, Baldridge does identify as a Christian. Okay, so that makes sense, but is a very critical. Uh, L- is is an LG Grace also identifies as LGBT, hmm. and is very critical of current uh, American Christianity, including oh. on this album. So it is oh. it's not uh, what you would expect people who want who like Christian rock music to be listening to. Right. It turns out that what happened was uh, the LGBT the L- the believing LGBTQ community. Kind of rose up <laughs> and heeded the call to to uh, oh. to download this thing. It, okay. they kind of, they kind of did what uh, what the what the redditors did for GameStop, uh, <laughs> only they did it to game the uh, the Apple iTunes store, and none of them got rich, except her. Right. Well, that's true. They definitely yeah. did not make a lot of money off of it, uh, nor did they bankrupt any hedge funds, but. <laughs> So exactly uh, the same thing. They 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 made Lauren Daigle look like an asshole because her her uh, her top number one single "Look Up Child" was apparently dethroned by uh, by this new. So that's another upstart. Christian singer and song. Correct. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm shocked you didn't know. <laughs> I, I'm so, such so a big yeah, fan. I mean, I. I don't know. Here's the thing. I'm glad when I can find common cause, even with a believer. But if, as long as that believer is willing to look critically at Christianity and, you know, things like youth lock-ins. Have you ever heard mm-hmm. of that? A, a no. Christian lock-in uh, or, you know, these mission trips that these kids go on. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm just glad that someone on the inside... You know, when you when you're LGBTQ, I, I think you maybe you're less inside than you once were. She's actually the 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 you know the the name of the album is Preacher's Kid because uh, because her father was a was a preacher. So oh, 
There you go. Uh, huh. It's a. I haven't listened to it because why the fuck would I? But I'm very <laughs> glad that uh, that it's out there and maybe accidentally will be downloaded by someone looking for some good Christian music. And uh, who knows if it'll get somebody thinking? But maybe maybe somebody, you know, somewhere some some evangelical Christian will accidentally support a gay person. So that'd be nice. <laughs> Be such meaningful support. Well, hey, <laughs> take the money and run. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, that support. Right, yeah. Uh, right. So, it, listen, if you guys would like to take some money and run and let us know about it, please feel free to write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Stick around. There's more show coming up. Hey Dan. Yes. Um do you ever find household chores tedious? <laughs> you know, sometimes I look <laughs> at a job in my house and I just go, I do not want to do that. Yeah. Uh so I mean it, but but posed with that uh dilemma, yeah. right? Something needs to be done. I don't want to do it. Either I have like two options here, right? I can either just do it myself, uh-huh. or if it's you know, depending you, on the job, you could hire someone to do it. You right? can outsource the job. You could outsource the job. <laughs> um, well, and it turns out there's a third possibility. Well, that we're not considering. This is this is two B. It's still outsourcing. <laughs> on a different level this is andrew womack he's a he's a preacher he's wearing a a, a suede vest so you know he's serious and this is <laughs> this is his solution you know real quickly we need to take questions but real quickly when my wife and i first got married we were poor and we lived in a house that wasn't insulated and so we had a gas heater on the inside to keep the place warm but because there was no insulation the walls sweat and in the uh, closets, especially where it was dark and stuff like this, we just had mildew everywhere. And you know what I did? Instead of taking something and cleaning it off and repainting or something, I took Deuteronomy chapter 28 and read it. Mildew, you are a curse. Then I turned over to Galatians 3.13. I'm redeemed from you. And I spoke to mildew and cursed it. And did you know it went away without me having to clean it and do something? It was a curse. And I rebuked the curse. And I got free from that. I mean, <laughs> who does a better job at home... Uh, clean up than yeah. the Lord God himself. I mean, he's 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 busy, but he can fit you in, right? Like Oh yeah. He's he's omnipotent. He he could do all of our mildew if he chose to. So Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, it never worked for me. I uh, you know, no yeah. no amount of of praying has ever gotten any of my household chores done. But I could just be doing it wrong. I never brought Deuteronomy into it. That was my big mistake. Oh, my God. Yeah. So <laughs> I actually just looked up Deuteronomy 28. Oh, did you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> is, it, it's, it's, is it great? I mean, it mentions the word. I had to do a quick find and looked for the word mildew. Uh-huh. Um, one of the verses says, The Lord will strike you with wasting disease, with fever and inflammation, with scorching heat and drought, with blight and mildew which will plague you until you perish. Wait a minute. It's not he some promise. A, he invoked a scripture that's made to in, to enact mildew. Yeah. That's not a mildew defeating scripture, that is a mildew causing scripture. Yeah. So so this there's two parts to this chapter. The first part is if you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commandments, I give you today the Lord your God will set your you high above all nations on earth. You'll be blessed in the city, your fruits of your loom or room, womb will be blessed. Bloody all these blessings, right? And then it gets sure. down to the second half. It's like, however, if you do not obey the Lord your God and you do not carefully follow all those commandments and decrees I'm giving you today, but these curses will come upon you and overtake you, 
right? I'm your, starting to think Andrew Womack your, doesn't know what he's doing. I think he doesn't, right? The sky over your head will be bronze. The ground beneath <laughs> you iron, right? This is a curse. Yeah, this is for, I'm for not, not sure how the bronze obedient. sky is meant to play, but okay. Yeah, that's I, it's a great image, though. That's why I read it. I um, just feel like, uh, yeah, it, I don't know. He's just making this up. He's like, just, what the fuck does that have to do with the mildew in his house? Was he? he did he feel like he was being not cursed? expecting anybody to look up the scriptures that he's talking about? Because if enough. they did, they'd be like, "What the fuck are you doing, <laughs> dude?" He's flying. All right. Flying a little, well, uh, we did have some some folks write into us. Uh, yeah. This is from Deuteronomy. Just kidding. Um, oh shoot. Uh, this is from Peter uh, in Germany. Hi, Peter. Uh, Peter says, "Dear Frank and Dan." Thanks to your latest podcast, I started watching Raised by Wolves, and now I can't stop watching episode after episode of that fucking show. I love sci-fi, and because of the weird religious-slash-atheist thematic frame, I am utterly bewildered and thrown between fascination and anger. <laughs> That's the correct response. Peter says, my request, can you please talk more about the show and maybe discuss every episode from an atheist point of view Please, I really enjoyed your banter on this. No. <laughs> the answer, Peter, I love you. The answer is absolutely not. I'm done watching that show. Frank, you watched all the way through to the end of the season, right? I did right? watch it all. Yeah, you're not getting me to watch that thing again. Oh, we also God. had some people on, online talking about how they, oh. uh, how they actually like that show and we oh. were wrong. And that's fine. You can go ahead and like that show, but I'm not going to watch more of it. <laughs> uh Dwayne wrote into us hi frank and dan i just wanted to chime in on the conversation you had at the end of episode 478 about why some people why people get uh seem to get more religious in hard times like the covid pandemic we are all living through hmm. both of you agreed that it has to do with religion offering false hope uh when bad things happen but i think there are other reasons that may play a significant role oh excuse me a more significant role over time, I've realized that religion seems to exist for t two reasons. To provide people with a kind of tribal identity, oh, we talked about tribalism, and also to provide people with a narrative for their lives. When it comes to the narrative, if bad things happen to religious people, uh, the question they ask is, why would God let this happen to them? The they either answer that question themselves or the church gives them an answer. The answer doesn't have to be comforting. They just need to see some grand purpose for why they are suffering. Religious people cannot accept that things just happen sometimes for no reason. Mm. This is why during a disaster, people say that their religious faith has been strengthened. Okay. Hmm. That's an interesting theory, Dwayne. I'm not, I, I don't have any problem with that. <laughs> Frank? No problem here either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. I'm, I'm just glad you're still with me. Uh, and then we had a lot of uh, response. I'm not going to read any of them because, you know, they're all sort of more business oriented. But a lot of response to our Discord yeah. discussion. Yep. We are going to have a Discord yep. uh, members only lounge. Um, we'll be getting back to thank you so much to all of you who have uh, volunteered to help us figure out what the hell Discord is and moderate <laughs> for us and all that sort of stuff. We will be getting back to you. Uh, we we got a lot of uh, response yeah. to this, so not all, all of you. Uh, many are called, few are chosen, but uh, but we'll be getting back to people and uh, and and we'll let everybody know w where to go, yeah. how to find us uh, soon. Yeah, it's gonna be great. So so thanks. I'm for getting all excited. Of that. I watched some YouTube vi video tutorial things. <laughs> I typed into YouTube, what is Discord? What is a Discord? And you, how may I Discord? YouTube told me, it was Aww. amazing. Was it? Was it some <laughs> teenager that was like at 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 the behest of their grandparent going? Okay, no, old folks, this was, is what it is. It, he did look like a teenager. I'm not sure if that was, you know, a room in his parents' home or not. Um, but he had like, it was like really cool lights, and he had like a big gamer chair. Oh. Um, and he just, he seemed like he knew what he was talking about. 
Sure. <laughs> that that all speaks very well of a Discord. It's it seems like that's a that's a yeah, perfect. He definitely had like a right nice, there. cool like gaming like room that he was in. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, hey, we've got some folks to thank, uh, and I'm going to start us off uh, by thanking Rayan, who now is a uh, a deacon in in the priesthood. Well done, Rayan. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I'm guessing you have some folks as well. I do indeed, Dan. Um, we have three new patrons over oh. on Patreon. These are people who went to thankgodimatheist.com and clicked on the support tab. Um, we have a new teacher by the name of The Other Mike. Um, oh, good. So thank you, The Other Mike. Uh, we have a new priest by the name of Jake. Thank you very much. And we have a new wow. patriarch. Patriarch ooh, Patricia. Ooh. Alliterative Patriarch Patricia. Thank you so much. Um, Patricia. Patricia, by the way, just so that you all know out there, if you meet Patricia... She can tell your future. She is now an official Mormon's yeah. fortune teller. Yeah. So that is impressive yeah. stuff. And you know what? If you like what you hear on the show, you can support the show too, right? Like, um, yeah. it's totally possible. It is a thing that can be done. Um, we are on Patreon. It's pretty easy. Yeah. You just sign up on Patreon, or if PayPal's better for you, there's that option as well. It's all on our website, thankgodimatheist.com. Uh, and as always, we have our top donor to thank, our Lord and Savior, Bebas. Dan. Frank, we we talked about it at the beginning of the show. Mm, so it's good that we're going to talk about it again. Yeah. Since we teased everybody. Yeah, exactly. The promise uh, of a riveting conversation about a Jeep advertisement. About, about TV commercial. The uh the yeah, I mean the Super Bowl is about the commercials as as everyone can tell you. Right. And this time Jeep hit it into the park. They it was a it was a <laughs> a, a fly ball. Yeah. It was a it was a foul ball. I don't know. I was trying to do a sports metaphor. Damn it, it didn't work. Yeah. Damn. It was it was okay. I was I was there I, with I, you. It Dan. should have been a football metaphor. Yeah, I know. That's I immediately thought that. I was like, uh oh. They banked Where's it this off going? the uprights. It didn't it <laughs> anyway. Uh it fell flat for me, Frank. I don't know about you. Uh and a bunch of other people of non Christian persuasions yeah. were also just a little perturbed. Well, should we describe the ad? Yeah, yeah, we should. Um, uh, you go ahead if you want well, to. Well, I mean, it's Bruce Springsteen, right? Yeah, um, the boss, <laughs> the boss himself. And uh, there's it's 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 voiceover, right? And it's just like talking about the knee. The bath. There's there's this chapel in the geographic center of America, the lower forty-eight. He says, here, right, right. Um, which is somewhere in Kansas, right? And we know, we know that that's, that there's a geographic center and it's, they're not wrong about this. Um, sure. and the, this is the middle and that we all need to come to the middle. Right. And it's this whole, yeah, it's kind of, it's, yeah, it, it's playing off of that whole, uh, the whole Biden thing of like, and, and like everybody in America wants the the partisanship and the hatred and the uh and and the great divide to stop yeah i think right but nobody's providing anything in the way of like actual an actual way forward with that well jeep did um yeah and they said that we should all meet in the middle in a christian church yeah and so for me, I'm like, I don't think they know where the edges are. If the middle <laughs> is in a little Christian chapel in Kansas, like, it, yeah, it, and it, you know, it was the a thing very is, forced little metaphor and it didn't really work for me. Yeah. I mean, look, it's cute that there's a little chapel in the middle of the country. <laughs> and if they had just touched on that and bounced right away from it, just as like a, Look at this cute idea. It's the middle, but they don't just touch on it. They show it. It's uh, it's got a cross on top. Yeah. 
Then they show the interior, yeah. and there's a cross in there. Yeah. And then they show, I counted five different shots in a one-minute ad or two-minute ad or something, five different shots with crosses in it. Did they have a Star of David? Right. No. Did they have any other symbols that might say this is a country of many different belief systems and the whole idea we're trying to advance that everyone should come together yeah. means everyone? No. Right. They literally made it explicit that Christianity was where they... they I mean, they had a whole line about the... Uh, something about the ground and it was like the the it was the very soil that we stand on is common ground and that soil happens to be at a church yeah like that that voiceover is literally underneath Bruce Springsteen entering that little stupid chapel yeah it's it's a horrifying message i got news for you guys yeah that's not common ground. That's the opposite. If you know, yeah. if you're, you can't say, you know, that we all of, I don't know. It's just, it's literally exclusive, exclusionary by design. Yeah. It's like they forgot that anybody wasn't Christian. Well, I mean, this is Christian. This is privilege of any kind, right? When yeah. you're in the dominant group. Right, yeah. the majority group, um, you you don't see it. It's your thing is just sort of white noise to you, right? Like right. it's just it's, it's just background noise. Like you don't you don't even get that uh, that that your symbols aren't universal, right? Right. You don't. It's 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 the it's the old joke about the the two fish, and one says, "Hey, how's the water?" and the other one says, "What's water?" They don't even know <laughs> right, right. that they're swimming. Right, exactly. Yeah. They don't they don't recognize that the that anybody could have to, that there's anything to object to there. Right. Now, interestingly, you won't find this ad on Jeep's YouTube page anymore. <laughs> Not because they pulled it for the right reason, which would be, oh shit, we didn't realize how completely exclusionary we were being right. in our everybody come together ad. Right. Instead, it was pulled actually because they found out that uh, apparently Springsteen had a D a DWI uh, on his the the, and you don't want to do a driving commercial <laughs> with a guy who was caught driving drunk. An automobile ad. Uh, for a drunk so driver. there's that, but man, it's just that this is how far we have to go, people. Yeah. That 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 a, a national company with gobs just literally oodles of advertising money yeah well, which means that there are ad execs just pouring over this thing yeah. I mean, and nobody in all of that line of succession caught on to the fact that they're literally being divisive yeah in their ad that is supposed to be inclusive yeah yeah, you, that's how far we have to you go. called it a national it's an that's a multinational like it's owned by fiat right like, right it's a huge global automobile conglomerate that owns is it jeep. owned by fiat i thought it was owned by ford nope uh jeep's owned by chrysler fiat good so, lord yep so, anyway yeah, yeah like the fact is that that should have been easy to spot yeah that should like literally every like it should be advertising 101 to know if you put a religious symbol in an ad you're catering to one small group mm -hmm. that's just that's just obvious so it to me that what that says is that we need we we're not they don't they haven't even noticed that we exist yet right we should write them a letter uh, should, should it be sternly worded <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, seriously, like, like, I mean, I know that, like, I'm sure plenty. I, I, I don't really get onto the social media and and whatnot, but um, I'm I'm sure that a lot of atheists have commented on this, and a lot of people who felt excluded have commented yeah. directly to Jeep, 
Um, so I mean, maybe, maybe they'll some somebody will will get it. I don't know what they'll what they can do about it at this point. Um, right. But I mean, this whole like the whole come to the it's and it's the thing is like we're talking just about like the the Christian you know d- the dominant christian messaging in this whole thing and and symbolism and everything or symbols right. um but let us not forget that like the divide in this country is also between people who are in reality and people who are completely fucking gone down conspiracy you know rabbit holes yeah. and that do not have reality like how do you meet in the middle with these people how do you meet in the middle right. with, I mean, looping back you, around to religion with Christian nationalists, right? Yeah. How do you can't you, invite you can't, me to meet in the middle with a Nazi, ex- with a literal exactly. Nazi. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 That's it not, there's no middle to meet there. Right. It's just the middle is we craft a new middle and we exclude all of the Christian nationalists and the Nazis. But yeah, Christian <laughs> nationalism is the problem of our country right yeah. now yeah absolutely and you're saying we should we should meet them in the middle that's insanity yeah or maybe the whole i mean because springsteen the whole time is wearing like cowboy boots and a <laughs> a, a levi jacket with shearling on it and a cowboy hat maybe the meeting in the middle is just a new jersey guy <laughs> pretending to be a fucking cowboy is that what it is <laughs> It's uh, it's all very, it's all very disturbing. Anyway, listen, kids, if you want to tell us your response to the Jeep thing, or you know, if you want to sell us a Jeep, you can try. Uh, you can s- s- write to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com, or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is four two four six 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 eight four four two. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash tgi atheist, and click that like button. And also on Facebook, we have the TGIA Members Only Lounge. The best way to find it is by going to our website, thankgodimatheist.com slash members only, and it'll take you over to it. It's hard to find it otherwise. Uh, also find us on Twitter at TGIA Atheist. And soon so on much. Discord. Oh, soon. Yeah, but not yet. We're not there yet. Uh, anyway, uh, thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their fine music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks to all of you, dear friends, for tuning in. We sure do appreciate it. Bye-bye.